the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In steadfast obedience to God's call upon his life, Pastor Rander continues to challenge us with stimulating questions that we must answer if we are to live a committed, God-filled life. We cannot reach our full potential short of giving God rather than this world our very best. The only way we can maximize our God-given capacity is to walk by faith at all times and in all things. God's word tells us that we must look to the hills for help. Where does our help come from? It comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Thank you for joining us today. As you listen in, you'll want to take notes. So keep pen and paper handy. Well, getting a BA degree is not much of a degree. That's just a starter now. Used to be years ago when you had a BA, a bachelor's degree, you had something. But now they start now. You got to already be at the next level. Huh? You got to have skills. Well, and do you say, well, college is not for me? Be a big brick mason. I almost said big mason, but be a brick mason. Be a plumber. That's right. Everybody needs some water. Everybody needs some water. I dare you to go and get, get skilled in cement. You know how much cement costs? You know how to pull that cement and, and, and lay folk foundations? Huh? Get your skill. There ought not be certain races that just know how to build houses. We all know how to build some houses. We all know how to build some houses. They talking about, <laughs> Peter told me a long time ago, <laughs> Peter, because from Africa, he said they talking about illegal aliens, and he said they're trying to send them back to across the border, Pastor Draper, but who's going to build y'all houses? <laughs> but listen, all of us ought to have some skills. It's nothing wrong with being carpenters. And knowing how to lay carpet. That's right. Know how, to put in, know how to put in some stuff. And if you don't know how to do it, you better make enough to pay somebody to do it. You have skills. Have skills. Do have, do it well. Folk hell not be falling out because you unqualified. <laughs> oh, my hair came out. <laughs> Now, mine didn't come out because of that now. <laughs> Unreadiness. P, a divided allegiance is a vision killer. A divided allegiance. God does not bless unfaithfulness. There is no wisdom from God. There is no plan of God, no direction from God, a word of God a word from God, as long as you worship and serve other gods. If you want God to to give you a vision, to fulfill his plan through you, if you want to see, if you want to, if you, if you want to see things, the likes of which you've never seen before, you have to have an undivided allegiance to Jesus Christ. 
Exodus 23 says, you shall have no other gods before me. Look at Joshua chapter 24. Everybody with a Bible. Turn to Joshua's 20. I'm almost done. Joshua 24, uh, verses 20 through 24. Joshua chapter 24, verses 20 through 24. When you find it, say amen. Joshua chapter 24, you have to have an undivided allegiance to God. Joshua 24, verses 20 through 24 says, If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you after he has done you good. Look, look at that. After he has done you good. Now see, don't be afraid. Look, thank you. Don't be afraid to underline and highlight your Bible in your Bible. Look, if you forsake the Lord and serve what? Foreign gods. Huh? Then he will turn and do you what? Harm. And he will consume you. You know what consume you mean? Kill you. God knows how to kill you. Look, he will kill you after he has done you good. That's right. You ever had parents tell you, your parents, you know, I brought you in this world. That's right. I fed you and clothed you, but listen, I'll take you out of here. Uh, he He said, I will kill you after I've done you good, after I've helped you, blessed you, got you, got you over into the promised land, caused you to drink out of uh, uh, wells you didn't dig, live in houses you didn't build, put a land of milk and honey, and you do me wrong, after I've done you good, I'll kill you. That's in the Bible. Y'all see that? It's right there. Verse 21. And the people said to Joshua, no, but we will serve the Lord. So Joshua said to the people, you are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen the Lord for yourselves to serve him. And they said, we are witnesses. Now, therefore, he said, put away the foreign gods huh, which are among you and incline your, your heart to the Lord God of Israel. Look at verse 24. And the people said to Joshua, the Lord our God, we will serve and his voice we will obey. Wow. Jeremiah 25, 6 says, just jot it down for time's sake. Jeremiah 26 says, do not go after other gods to serve them and worship them and do not provoke me to anger with the works of your hands and I will not harm you. You, that's right. Stop making gods out of people. That's right. Talk more about folk than God. God. Stop making a god out of yourself and god out of things. Uh, uh, Next, listen, another vision killer is a sinful lifestyle. Say that. A sinful, a sinful lifestyle. A sinful lifestyle causes you to miss your vision. And not to see your vision come to fruition. A sinful lifestyle causes spiritual blindness of vision. A sinful lifestyle brings on confusion. A sinful lifestyle defiles you. It, it creates setbacks and puts you in position to be chastened by God. I love what Psalms 51, 1 through 4 says. Turn there, if you will. Psalms 51. You got your Bibles. You may as well use it. Uh, Psalms 51, 1 through 4. When you find it, say Amen. Have mercy on me. 
Now, this is after David had messed up with another woman, another man's wife. And now he's coming clean before God after Nathan had told him, you are the man. Psalms 51, 1 through 4 says, have mercy on me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies. Blot out, wipe out my transgressions. You know, transgressions means what? Sins. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, another word for sin, and cleanse me from my sin, for I acknowledge my sin. That's what you got to do with your sin. You got to own up to your sin and call sin for what it is. Your sin is not a mistake. Your sin is not an accident. Your sin is sin. He says, I acknowledge my transgression and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. If you want God to do a new thing with you, and if you want God to cause you to soar like an eagle, you better confess your sins and keep clean before God and live in such a way that the Lord can bless you because God is not going to bless your mess. Okay? God is not going to bless your mess, my mess, or anybody else's mess. He's not going to bless your sin. God blesses faithfulness. He blesses holiness. So you have to deal with the sins of the heart, sin of attitude. Sometimes you, you, you say, well, you might not be stealing uh, a ham out of Sam's, but you got a bad spirit. That's sinful. I mean, your spirit is bad. You, you're not cussing and you're not slapping folk and you're not, you're not doing all that kind of stuff, but, but you got a bad spirit. I'm going to tell you something. People who walk with the Lord know when your spirit's not right. Anybody talk? Am I talking to anybody here? Have you, have you ever seen a bad, have you ever tested a spirit by the spirit? And you can sense something about that person, even though you don't know it, but it's something about that spirit that just won't register with your spirit. And let me tell you, and when you, and when you dating you young folk, number one, stop dating so young. That's never on young folk. Stop there. 14 talking about I'm in love. You don't know what love you can't hardly spell it. Love. You, I mean, you be in love with books. Be in love with discipline. You know, I, I haven't seen a child yet to say I'm in love with math, reading. I, I'm, I, I'm in love with English and Spanish. I, I'm, I'm in love with determination and zeal and my passion for God. Be in love there. These little silly boys will blow you up and don't have a, a, a I don't want to say what I wanted to say. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> but the last word is I-N. <laughs> now, if y'all didn't catch it too bad. <laughs> dating relationships. That's right. I didn't get married till I almost had my master's degree. I was slow. That's right, but I was glad I was slow. I moved too fast. I'd have missed my blessing. I wouldn't have found my Darlene. See, you, see, you missed a real blessing moving too fast. 
Folk use you up. Now you, you, you get the real spouse and you don't have nothing to offer. You're all physically messed up. Can't do nothing at honeymoon time. <laughs> everything wiped you out. Won't you say amen? Don't look at me. You know what I'm talking about. Just to mess everything up. Ain't no moon for the honey. I'm back. I'm back in town. principle. I've been saying it for a long time. I said in my fisherman for Christ, I said it all the time. You need to write this down. It's just registered with me. Heard it a long time ago and can't let it go. Here's a principle in life and you save yourself a whole lot of trouble. Slower is better than fast. Only time you move fast is when your house is on fire. Okay, that's when it's time to move fast. Your house is on fire. Did somebody say bomb? Move. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> Otherwise, slower is better than fast. That's because it's a microwave society, and say want to move you. Jesus oftentimes told his opponents, "My time has now come." They tried to rush him beyond the Father's divine clock for his life. And what people, and you mess up your life when you move beyond the will of God because Satan rushed you out of the will of God and the plan of God and the vision of God for your life. One more and I'll be done. Your vision cannot become a reality if your life is bound. In prison, imprisoned, and held captive. Bound, imprisoned, captive folk will not see vision become reality in their lives. Some of you under my voice, you are held captive by your anger. The year is very young and you've been so angry at your wife or your husband or your child or your brother, your sister, your sibling. Your circumstances, or maybe you're angry at yourself. Some of you bound by bitterness, and therefore you have no vision from God. You can't see the plan because bitterness has clouded your, your mind. Some of you can, can't see vision because you're bound by profanity. You listen to it in the words, the lyrics of songs and Television shows and MTVs and rock stars and all that until you, you talking about you slipped. No, you didn't slip. You said exactly what you meant to say. I've never seen so many cussing so-called Christians. Some of you bound by greed. You're never satisfied. Others of you are bound by a judgmental spirit. You just judge folk and you don't know all the facts. You don't know all the innuendos, but you've already cast your judgment. Some of you are bound by jealousy. Somebody doing a little bit better. Uh, somebody, uh, oh, something that you want that somebody else has, and now you're mad. You know, uh, Cain slew Abel out of jealousy. 
Saul attacked David out of jealousy. Worried. Some of you so worried about so many things in life until you can't fulfill the plan that God has for you. Some of you, it's selfishness. You are so self-centered. I wish to God, I'm hearing such great comments about Louis Kopp and how he is ministering Wednesday nights to all the families and all the singles and families and and the church at large, he's dealing with the issue of selfishness. One of the premier counselors in the city of San Antonio. And, and, and all you have to do is come and get it. It doesn't cost you a dime. You go to, you go to these offices, you got to pay high dollars. All you got to do is tithe and come get yours. You know, selfishness. Others, if you're bound by financial bondage. Listen, my wife and I never would have gotten to San Antonio if we were in financial debt. He said, have you ever been in debt? Yeah, up to our neck. And we heard a show one day on, uh, uh, on James Dobson years and years ago. Early, and he said, the best thing you can do is do plastic surgery on those cards. And we cut those cards up and began to trust God. The debt went down. He said, I can talk about debt because I've been there. People who've been there can talk about it. Anybody ever been in debt and got delivered? Let me see. Come on, John. Won't you be in the curb of those in debt? You ever been in debt and got delivered? Come on, let me see your hand if you've been in debt and God delivered you. Huh? You, you, you see? And, and, and what you have, God may want you to move, may want you to do something. He might want you to, and it's going to take money to do it, but your money is already funny. Because you don't have none to even be funny. <laughs> see, financial bondage. Holds you captive. Depression holds you captive. The blues. Busyness. You're so busy until you can't hear God. You don't know what God wants for you because you're just busy. You're just busy. You don't even know what you're doing. You're just busy being busy. Others of you is visions. Somebody's hurt you, wronged you, or you know something on somebody that nobody else knows. And so you are determined to somehow release that information to bring about their demise, and you kill yourself in the process, and the other person ends up surviving it. Trying to get back, and you destroy your own family and your own self. God says, vengeance is mine, I will repay. You can't get folk like I can, because I'm God. Get out the judgment seat. Who in there have been wrong? You're not supposed to tell everything you know to hurt somebody because you mad at them. So you go get them back to release information. That is devilish. Uh, you know what? Some of y'all are held captive by a noisy spirit. That's why you say, Monday, I'm going back to that thing again. It's, it's in my spirit. You're about, Pastor, you, you, wait a minute. You got to be playing with us. No, I ain't. You say, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, no movie, video, television. Not a, uh, you, 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 you got to be, Pastor, have you lost it? No. I haven't lost it. I'm trying to help you. There is a noisy spirit among the saints. A noisy spirit. You are rambunctious. That's what noisy means. You say you're no, rambunctious. You, you're a chatterbox. You just talk, 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 Facebook, book, book, book. You tweet, 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 day and night tweet. You just tweeting all over the place. You don't know what you're tweeting about. You just tweeting. Yeah, I got up today at six, tweet. 
I just burped, tweet. I bought a new dress, tweet. Facebook, do, do, do. So what? So what? Is it really that important? Oh, God help me. I'm a noisy spirit. You, you're rowdy. I like, I like this word, you're rackety. <laughs> you say, what? Yeah, that's what I said. R-A-C-K-E-T-Y. Go look it up. Rackety. That's, that's a person who, a noisy spirit. You just know it. Stuff just beeping on you. Beep, boop, beep, boop. Beep, just, 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 just going all, just all over you. It's one that you don't get electrocuted. Just stuff just... <laughs> Just all that stuff dangling. I don't know why folk got to bring a Bluetooth in the Lord's house. Now, you don't come to hear man. I thought you came here to hear God. Take that mess out your ear and listen to God. <laughs> you know something else? And some of you are held captive by your past. God has a plan like you wouldn't believe, but you will never see it. Because you are so busy still holding on something that's to your own detriment. And God didn't bring you to this point, this season in your life, when you ought to be at your best, at your zenith. And you are just drowning by the issues and the calamities, the disappointments of your past. I got news for you. All of us have a past. All of us got skeletons. There's no righteous. None, not one. We all got issues. We've all had hurts and pains and betrayals. And whatever happened to you, it's happened to somebody else far worse. You got to move on. Your child needs you to move on. Your grandchild, your great-grandchild, you need to move on for your own soul's sake. Get up in the name of Jesus and move on to the calling of Christ upon your life. Isaiah 61.1 says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach Good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives. And the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Bound. 2 Corinthians 3.17 says, Now the Lord is the Spirit And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, freedom, freedom from the chains, freedom. Then, finally but not the least, Matthew 11, 28, 29 says, come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn 
from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. There are three things as I close. There are three things I want you to see in here. God just showed me that. I was on my way back. There's three things about this verse I want you to see. In this verse, if you want to see your vision become a reality, number one, you got to come unto me. You got to come to Jesus. Number two, you got to learn of me. (laughs) You got to learn of me. And then number three, you got to rest in me. That's three things right there, y'all. I wish I could just preach that. That's a message right there. But I got to leave y'all alone because y'all got enough. But but those three things, if you want to see your vision become a reality, get in Christ. Trust him alone for salvation. Believe in his death, burial, and resurrection. Come to Jesus now. Tomorrow, tonight is not promised. Then learn from me. Learn the word of God. Learn the book of all books. Come to me. Learn of me, from me, and then rest in me. And all God's children said, let's pray. Father, thank you for this message. Seems like I just can't get through with it. But that's okay, God, because you're in charge. So many needed by radio and television. And even in this congregation today, somebody, many needed what they've heard. In the name of Jesus, we pray that the Spirit of God would arrest the people of God. And that they would not sit in that seat, but say, I heard enough to get up and make a decision and not Leave here with unfinished business. In the name of Jesus, oh God, move people by the power of your spirit because of the treasure of the word heard today. In Jesus' name, and all God's children say it, amen. Scripture tells us that in order to live according to God's plan for our lives, we must be steadfast and immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Know that our labor is not in vain in the Lord. It also tells us that we must forget our past and look toward those things that are ahead. In addition to the gift of a brand new year, God has given us the gifts of keeping the past where it belongs and looking to the present and the future, doing new things in him that shall spring forth. Isn't that good news? If you enjoyed this message and would like to hear more teachings by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located in Converse, Texas. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.